This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Monday, March 17, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The U.S. tax code has helped make a mess of how Americans get their health care, but the interests that benefit from that tax break are resistant to any attempt to change. Michael Cannon, the Cato Institute's Director of Health Policy Studies, recommends large health savings accounts, which he says would return to workers proper control of their own health care. For about 60 years, the federal government has conferred special tax treatment on employer-sponsored health insurance, so that if your employer uh, provides health insurance to you, then you don't pay any taxes on the money that uh, the employer uses to purchase that insurance. You don't pay income taxes on it. You don't pay payroll taxes on it. And so that could uh, reduce the price of uh, health employer-sponsored health insurance compared to individually purchased health insurance or uh, paying for medical care out of pocket by a significant amount, by maybe 40%. Sometimes uh, people end up having to pay twice as much uh, for health insurance on their own compared to uh, what it would cost them through an employer. And they sometimes get less coverage as a result. Now, what the, the effect that this has had on uh, the healthcare sector is, uh, now in America, most people get their health insurance through an employer because the tax break makes it that attractive and makes the uh, individual market uh, much less attractive because it's a much thinner market as a result. But the fact that... It, you appear to be spending someone else's money on health care. And the fact that uh, health that health insurance is, is tax-free uh, causes people to uh, demand a lot more health insurance than they would if they were spending their own money. And it causes them that causes them to consume a lot more health care services than they would if they were spending their own money. And so there's been a lot of th- thought among economists for decades now that this tax break for employer-sponsored insurance is really inefficient. It dries up uh, the cost of health insurance. It causes Americans to consume a lot of medical care that doesn't improve their health at all, and that we would be a lot better off if we got rid of this tax break for employer-sponsored health insurance, or at least limited that tax break in a way that wasn't so distortionary of uh, people's health care and health insurance decisions. Politically, that's pretty much a non-starter, though. It really is uh, difficult, uh, a difficult political sell uh, for a number of reasons. Uh, workers and employers uh, look at eliminating this tax break as, well, wait a second, this is, this is an untaxed activity. You eliminate the tax break and you'll be ta- essentially taxing health insurance. Uh, it would be a tax increase. Uh, there have been proposals to uh, eliminate it but reduce marginal tax rates at the same time. Uh, on balance, you could do that so there would be no uh, net increase in taxes, but there would be winners and losers. People who didn't purchase health insurance through an employer w- would get the benefits of those lower marginal tax rates. But people who purchase very generous insurance from an employer uh, might lose a larger tax break than they would gain through the reduction in marginal rates. So that sort of um, uh, the winners and losers that, that change, really, it's the losers uh, that that sort of change would uh, create that have blocked any real reform of uh, the uh, very inefficient tax treatment of employer-sponsored health insurance. How ought this to be fixed? Well, there have been a a number of approaches uh, that have been uh, uh, shy of eliminating that tax break altogether that that have been proposed. One of them is to 
place a cap on the tax break for employer-sponsored insurance. I think President Bush proposed this a couple of years ago. He said, if you uh, are an individual and you have health insurance from your employer, the first $5,000 of that health insurance would be exempt from income and payroll taxes. But anything above that $5,000 would be taxed. Uh, and there's a higher, there was, I think, a, a higher number for family coverage, $11,000. What that would do is, at the margin, it would eliminate any distortion of your decision to purchase health insurance. That ran into the same problems. It's a, it would be a tax imposed on previously untaxed activity. There have been other proposals, like uh, Senator McCain has proposed a tax credit. He would eliminate the employer, the uh, the tax break for employer-sponsored insurance as it exists right now, replace that with a tax credit of $5,000 per family or $2,500 for an individual, which is a dollar-for-dollar reduction in uh, your tax liability if you purchase health insurance. That would uh, improve on the current situation in a number of ways. It would uh, level the playing field between employer-sponsored insurance and individually purchased insurance, but it creates some of the same problems. Some people would receive a smaller tax break than they did before, and uh, those people would uh, block the are probably going to voice opposition to to that approach and block that approach. So, so the trick really becomes how do you uh, how do you ch- limit the, this this currently unlimited tax break for employer sponsored insurance in a way that uh, reduces political opposition, that reduces the influence of government. Uh, over people's he- healthcare decisions, but also uh, is is configured in a way so that it can get passed. Uh, and I think that uh, large health savings accounts uh, might be able to to accomplish that trick. And the way they the way that large health savings accounts work is this: you replace they would replace all the existing tax breaks with one tax exclusion for uh, the money that you or your employer put into a large health savings, your large health savings account. So uh, what that would do is employers would then say, okay, we don't get a tax break for providing insurance to employees uh, directly. Uh, They would be forced by the labor market to take that money and and return it to the workers in the form of a higher salary. That means that on average, workers would get another $5,000 in salary or $9,000 if they have family coverage. And then workers would be able to take that money and maybe some of their own mo- some of their other money and, and put that into a large health savings account of up to uh, with contribution limits of about eight thousand dollars for an individual or sixteen thousand dollars for a family. Okay, so the tax break itself is one that would continue, but it is one that can shift between employer and employee in terms of who actually receives the benefit of the tax break. Essentially, yes. What you're, what you're doing is changing the, the tax break so that it's, it's almost exactly uh, the same tax break, but you're changing ownership of those funds from uh, the employer to the employee, which is very important because that's part of their compensation. And, uh, and they get a tax break then on, on, the, on money that they own. Once that money goes into their large health savings account, they could then use it to purchase insurance tax-free from any source. They could give it right back to their employer and stay on the, the plan that they have right now. Or they could go out and buy insurance in the individual market, or they could not buy insurance, uh, which is a very important option. You want to have that option there because some people can't get health insurance. They're uninsurable. And unless you allow uh, a tax break to exist for uh, people who don't have insurance, then those uninsurable people don't get a tax break at all. So, so that's that's 
basically how the account would work, the large health savings accounts would work. How would they limit the, t- the tax break for employer-sponsored insurance in a politically feasible way? Contribution limits of $8,000 for an individual or $16,000 for a family would mean that about 90% of all workers would get, ex- would get the, exactly the same tax break they get right now. And they could even get more of a tax break than, uh, than they get right now because they could exempt more income from taxation uh, by contributing more money to the health, their large health savings account than their employer currently puts toward health insurance premiums. What about that 3% though? Are they going to resist? Are the 3% who uh, are going to see some of their income tax that was not previously taxed, are they going to try to block this proposal? Probably not. And the reason is, is, is this. They would face higher taxes only to the extent that uh, their employer-sponsored insurance premiums currently exceed $8,000 or $16,000 for a family. So that's a very small share of the population, and a very small share of that population's health insurance premiums that would become subject to taxation. And you have to think about the first eight or $16,000 of their health benefits, and what happens to that. Uh, because when you transfer ownership of that money from the employer to the employee, that is like an enormous tax cut in and of itself, because it gives you more control over your earnings. So... I really think that large health savings accounts are a way to uh, finally limit uh, the the tax exclude the, the tax exclusion for employer sponsored insurance in a way that um, something that economists have been trying to do for decades now, uh, but does so in a politically feasible way that doesn't um, uh, raise taxes on a on on really any significant portion of the population, um, and and it has all sorts of other benefits at the same time. It gives workers ownership over this money that they don't control now. It provides a tax break to the uninsurable. It levels the playing field between employer-sponsored insurance and individual insurance, so you're not discriminating against people who don't get employer-sponsored insurance anymore. Michael Cannon is the Cato Institute's Director of Health Policy Studies. This is the Cato Daily Podcast. Michael's new paper on large HSAs is available for download at cato.org.